Welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show, brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It's quarter number four. I'm Jim Galanti, and as promised, we have our special guest, Bob Gold, Director of Alumni Relations for the Penn State Collective, Success with Honor. Welcome to the show, Bob. It's great to have you with us. Well, Jim, a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, here's what happened, Bob, to instigate your presence. We have a segment called Ask T. Frank, where our listeners are allowed to send in questions. And Joe from Jeanette sent in the question that essentially says, can you give me some concrete examples of how NIL works? And I love this part. Does some shady guy drop a bag of money in the dead of night outside the dorm room with the players? So let's get right to it. Bob, I, I think fans, we understand um, the NIL as far as the typical endorsement deal. If I owned a restaurant and I had Drew Aller do a commercial for my restaurant saying, Jim has the best meatballs in the world. We understand that. We could comprehend that. But what's going on is there are these collectives, and that's what we read mostly about. And I think that's what fans want to know. How does that collective work? Yeah, and Jim, that's that's just a fantastic question for the whole NIL universe, which is the name, image, likeness of the student athlete to be able to do these endorsement deals uh, for the for for the different products, services. Uh, things that are out there, charitable causes. So what a collective serves is kind of a, a, a clearinghouse for the, the student athletes at respective universities. They were formed because the university cannot do that. They, you cannot be a university employee to broker the name, image, likeness deals. So hence, collectives formed. Now, keep in mind, this law only passed on uh, July 1st, 2021 for name, image, likeness to become legal to allow for student athletes to receive compensation. So I think per your, your uh, listener's question, yeah, is there a bag of money that gets dropped? There was a lot of kind of shady kind of characters that did the money grab here on, hey, this is a new business, let's form it. Collectors were designed to follow the protocol, the rules, the NCAA's interim NIL policy that diverted to state law, but to, to adhere to the rules and also allow for a place that provides the proper use of funds can guide the athletes um, into the proper decision making. So collectives really form as a as a, as a place for, for the student athletes to go to be represented, representative properly, um, but also a place where money can be funneled into the third party, because again, it can't go to the university for name, image, likeness, and for them to broker that. So you'll see this at every school. We, in the news, we see a lot of these big money deals that are going for either incoming freshmen, recruits out of high school, or possibly even from players to transfer through the portal to go to another school. So in essence, it sounds like there's money to get a player from a high school into my school. Is that legal? Is that the way this was supposed to be, Bob? Hundred uh, percent, no. <laughs> on that, and uh, I think unfortunately, uh, those are the stories that make the, the headlines, which kind of give that NIL kind of that bad kind of name, right? People do. You, you're referring to Rashad uh, 
um, Jaden Rashad at front of, that the, went that was promised thirteen point eight five million over four years uh, to go to a certain school. Um, he has since not gone to that school and gone to a different school. But per strict NCAA laws, and what NCAA did too, just to point out that they deferred to the state. So you have state laws as well. So there could be the NCAA guidelines and every state has a different law as well. But you are pro, you are 100% not allowed to use it for recruiting or for the transfer portal. So that so that is something that is illegal. Now, certain states allow high school players to be compensated for NIL. Not all states, but certain states. But that cannot be used by an institution to say, hey, if you come here, I will guarantee you a million dollars. That cannot be done. Now, what a school can say is, hey, we do have an NIL program through our collective or several collectives that represent that are a part of um, the collective process for that institution um, that are available, but they cannot do anything until that player is signed on campus, done deal, right? So they are attending the university. So uh, per your per your your question there, that is that is not allowed. Not allowed, but it happens, correct? You like to think not, um, but uh, you know I, I'm sure. Just as it wasn't allowed pre-NIL in, uh, in, in, with certain schools, it's uh, that is an element. But you know that's the kind of element that gives NIL kind of the um, the negative connotation. And you know what we try to do is really provide the positive connotation of the benefits that the student athletes can get uh, by by utilizing the NIL process. Well, let me ask you this then: Are the players, at least by rule, required to do something for that compensation? In the example I gave, hey, I would give Drew Aller money, but he's doing something in return. He's endorsing my business. So we can grasp that, understand that. Is there that requirement that the player has to do something for his compensation? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, per the Pennsylvania NIL law, the compensation shall be commensurate with the market value of the student athletes NIL deal. So uh, a better way to say it, hey, it's got to be like market value. That service that they are providing has to be equal to the amount that, that they are paying. So for um, Drew's example is he is performing um, service that is like or equal to the, the, the money that gets donated. So, you know, it's kind of a gray area, right, for, for a lot of places. Is that involving, um, is it a product endorsement? Is it social media, digital assets? Radio ads, print ads, appearances, all those sorts of things add up in, into a formula that makes it equal, right? So it's it's a lot easier to do if you're paying somebody a thousand dollars for a product or service. Okay, that's that's very identified. You start getting to the the larger larger numbers, and there's more services that get added. Uh, the value gets added onto that. So, and there's a number of different ways to do that, as you know. Well, now we have the situation where money goes to the collective first. So, and it could either be a large sum or even a, a much smaller sum with memberships that collectives do have. So I can give $20 a month and, and be part of this. So now if the money's not going directly to endorse my business, how does that money then go from the collective to the student athlete? And what does the student athlete have to do for that money that uh, was given to the collective without like the designation to endorse Jim's restaurant? Right, right. So, so that um, 
it, that, that, this is where it, it kind of gets uh, somewhat confusing. So you, you, you break it down. So a student athlete could do a deal directly with Joe's Pizza. They can do it directly or they can go through the collective. You know, if they have a relationship from their hometown that, hey, my dad's buddy owns a restaurant. He's going to pay me this. It's a lot easier to do that. Your bigger name players, right? And you, you look at the Caleb Williams's, Drew's of the world. Now they're going to have their own agent that'll do product endorsements, but they'll also do it through us too. So we can bring um, on the business side, we can bring them. Hey, we have a business in State College, for instance, that's that's interested in utilizing you. They would come to us. We can go to the to the student athlete um, to, to represent that. So there's the business there's the business aspect of it where they can do that. Now a business can say, hey, we want to do women's field hockey. It's like, okay, let's go to go, let's go to them and let's let's do that. Um, now the other things you mentioned membership. So we have a three kind of bucketed model of how you can donate. The membership model that that you referenced has different tiers. So that's basically you saying, hey, I want to be a, uh, and we have six different tiers. We'll pick the, and we've named them the One and O Club, Blue White Club, Victory Bell Club, We Are Club, Legends Club, and Whiteout is the big one. Say you were a member of one of those tiers, you would get certain benefits in exchange, right? So you get a t-shirt, you get a couple uh, bottle openers, things like that at the different levels. And those are monthly or annually. So that's for the fan who's really interested in, hey, I want to get some, I want to contribute, but I get something back. The second bucket is that business bucket that we just talked about, right? Okay, hey, we've got um, a, a convenience store chain that's very interested in utilizing um, football players uh, in their promotion, et cetera, et cetera. And then we have a third bucket, which is our uh, Success with Honor Foundation, right? So this one I think I'm really, really excited about. And I think a lot of the feedback we've gotten from people are super interested in this, where they donate into a foundation. Now, they can designate a charity that they're interested in working with, or we have a whole list of local regional charities that we also work with, along with the national ones that have lo local chapters. So the example of that is, um, a, you know, a, a group would want to uh, donate, say, X number of dollars into this. We want it to go to a charitable cause. We pick the foundation. They can designate a sport or players that they would want. So if they want to do men's hockey, they could do men's hockey. If they want to do football, it's men's football or general fund. And we will apply the greatest area need, which, as you know, is typically always football and basketball. So so they therefore that charity, we will work with them. We'll get the players, student athletes out to help promote that charity, whether it's in, in person, autograph signings, promotion, you name it, like value to benefit that. And we have several partners that we work very, very well with on that and also on the sponsorship side. And you've. Think of some things that are in your area, like Geisinger Hospital um, and, and different areas like that, that we have fantastic partners who utilize these players. So, again, that three-tiered model, right? So we want to have something for everyone who can help um, kind of contribute into the uh, into the NIL fund. Okay. Less than a minute left, Bob. So quickly, yeah. where, where's NIL headed? Where is it in the future? Is it going to be regulated more by government, NCAA? Where is it headed? Yeah, um, well, that's a good that's a good question. Um, you know, the interim policy from the NCAA was again that July first, twenty twenty one, right? So, um, I, I think there's a lot of other laws that are, are going to happen. Um, the U.S. House of Representatives has a discussion draft in play right now for a national sports collective bill, as you can imagine, different states, different regulations. 
Alabama does one thing to make it better for a different school or Texas. Well, everyone wants to keep up. So it, I, I, I suspect there'll be some kind of national NCAA regulation or, or governmental regulation. Um, another interesting thing, Jim, is, is the California Assembly introduced a, a motion for a bill that would create a rev share model. So I think that opens up a whole nother can of, uh-oh, what's this going to happen and how do we do that? But I suspect that there will be some regulatory uh, body that governs this as uh, it gets out of control. And, and unfortunately, I think there'll, there'll be some, you know, some incidents that may, that may help that along. Um, right now, it's working uh, very well. I know we want to do everything the Penn State way, the correct way, and how we do everything. So we work, you know, with great steps with everybody else on that. Unfortunately, Bob, we have run out of time. This is Bob Gold, Director of Alumni Relations with Success With Honor. If you want to learn more about his organization, it's successwithhonor.com. Bob, thank you so much. Thank you, Jim. Enjoyed it. Keystone Sports Network.